Hello, 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 all of our lovely listeners. Thank you for coming back to another episode of the Wellness Check Podcast. This is Allie. Um, I'm just here to talk to you guys really quick about some of the strange recording issues we've had for this episode. So we actually recorded it twice. The first time um, we went to save it and it somehow got deleted. And the second time it saved and we edited it. And then we went to go release it to you guys um, at midnight. And we realized that somehow the first 10 minutes of the episode got completely erased and cut out. So I'm just here to tell you guys that um, we're gonna we're still gonna release it. Obviously you're listening to this, so you know it's been released. Um, but I just wanted to hop on here and say that um, there wasn't much that you guys missed at the beginning of the first 10 minutes. It was just Danielle and I's check-in for the week, how we were doing. Um, but this episode's focused on each of our 2020s and we decided to keep it Um, A bit on the lighter side for this episode, we understand that there were a lot of events that happened in 2020 that were really traumatic and triggering um, for different people. And so we wanted to just keep it a bit more neutral for this episode and just kind of talked about things that helped us out throughout the year. We talked about some major events that happened throughout the year. And we also discussed a little bit about how we handled self-care and how we went about our own well-being and wellness throughout the year of 2020. So that's what we're going to be discussing in this episode. And we are so happy to welcome you all back to our first official, official episode of Wellness Check. And we hope that you enjoy it. And we're just going to jump right into this episode today. So we're going to start by talking about where we were when the ball dropped on New Year's Eve of 2020. With light and love, thanks for listening. I had those rosy goggles on like everything's gonna be awesome and then it was like (laughs) January came and the seasonal depression started and it was like everything's not okay (laughs) (laughs) like I said we're uh we're making an album on the side I should also (laughs) reiterate that how about you where were you on new year's were you with your family Yes, I was with my family, like a big get together. I have a big family on my mom's side. I, yes, I was with my family. I was with my boyfriend at the time and we had like puzzles. We played card games. We had ping pong, obviously. And (laughs) it was a good time. Like we usually have get togethers on my mom's side because we have a big family. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of fun. So I guess after New Year's, the next significant thing that happened to the both of us was the first lockdown Right. Where were you when that happened? I, I was back at home. I moved back at home. I was living with one other person um, at the time. And I was like, I'm going to move back home because I'd be super lonely and my family's and entertaining and the world was ending, obviously. So I was like, I'm going to move back home. Little break for two weeks and then three months. <laughs> I was home for three months. I still haven't honestly processed that first lockdown. I was, I was also in a very weird housing situation at the time. And so I ended up, um, because we thought it was going to be two weeks of not doing anything. 
my boyfriend at the time, his family offered for me to stay with them at their home. I moved in with them for two weeks, which it was funny because when we first started the lockdown, we would, we would record the days on the calendar. And so we'd say day four of lockdown, day eight of lockdown, day 12. Oh my gosh. And then it's like day 35 of lockdown. day 76 and so it it was it was challenging um it was super they were super lovely and and nice and welcomed me with open arms which was great um but just you know the general anxiety of living in somebody else's house definitely was an intense first lockdown that was probably I mean I think for everyone it was such a change and such a sudden and abrupt change that it took a very unique toll on us as a collective and as individuals honestly every single day I woke up I grabbed out all of my like I grabbed all my art stuff and I would follow Bob Ross like his painting tutorials oh um yeah I know I uh I got into cooking again I think I told you this story before but for people that don't know yeah I really love to cook and I was cooking a lot of like serious things like ratatouille I was cooking like yeah. a lot of fun things um, and I ended up making an Instagram and I called it dishes with dance, but I deleted it so you can't <laughs> find it now. Uh, but I spent that entire time just cooking and just like hanging out. I became, oh my God, I became an army. I won't go into too much oh, detail with yes. that one yet, but if you know, you know. My morning schedule consisted of like waking up at 10 a.m., having a shower in the basement downstairs and like crying in the bathroom, listening to Maggie mm-hmm. Rogers. <laughs> That's, Aww. that was my three months of lockdown. Um, yeah, it was like a really dark time. And I think like the interesting thing about sharing like both of our stories and comparing them is because we have like totally different perspectives of how it went. Like you had this awesome creative energy where you felt like you wanted to paint and to cook and to get in touch with yourself. Um, Whereas like I had more of a like existential crisis with my identity and, and didn't know what to do with myself. Like both narratives are totally valid. Were you like, so you were saying you developed a lot of like anxiety and depression or like what you had was already heightened with it. Um, yeah. What, what were some things that you did for like your overall well-being? You were saying that music was really important in your life mm-hmm. and like it still is and growing up it was important. Um do you want to touch a little bit on that? I mean, Maggie Rogers has been a popular artist for a long time and she's awesome, but she was somebody that I kind of came into listening at the beginning of, of the lockdown and um, Maud Latour and Lizzie McAlpine and just all of these kind of indie rock soft kind of artists that I came across that were just like soothing to the soul. And I just found a lot of catharsis and like quiet in their words. I actually did pick up meditation during the lockdown because I was trying to think about when I started doing that. And I I remember specifically being in their basement. I laid on the carpet and I put my headphones on and I listened Mm -hmm. to a like relaxation meditation exercise. And it Mm -hmm. calmed me down. So instantly I was like, wow, this is really powerful. And so I incorporated that into my daily routine. So I would have my shower, listen to Maggie, cry a little bit, call my brother-in-law and sister and vent about the plague. And then I would lay on the couch in the basement and do meditation. Yeah. I'm totally with you. I think I started doing meditation too. Um, Mm -hmm during, I think it was the second lockdown. It wasn't the first, I was too busy cooking ratatouille the first time. Um, (laughs) 
but the second time, like I agree, like it's so um, beneficial, like for your overall well-being, yeah. just to like take that time and and I use that in my everyday life too. Like if I have to make big decisions or if I just need to mm-hmm. chillax, like I always tell my family, I'm like, hey, like I'm going upstairs, I'm gonna do some meditation, <laughs> and they usually are like, okay, she's gonna be up there for like two hours. With everything opening up, so after that first lockdown that we had, mm-hmm. um, everything was like kind of slowly starting to open up again. Was there anything that felt different to you? Like something you did that you used to do before that didn't feel the same or like you lost interest in? Like for me, I know that Mm -hmm. um, I'm a very extroverted person and Mm -hmm. I love going out and hanging out with friends. But the more that time went by, the more I'm like, wow, like I really just, sometimes I just prefer to be like at home, which is so strange to say because we were forced to be home for so long. I think it's developed this tendency to, like as soon as I was like kind of drained or tired, I was like, I'd rather just stay inside. Similar to you, I think I sort of went through that transformation too. Kind of came from a sense of anxiety, I think, like social anxiety. I well, I was just so excited to be moving into the house where I am now. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, I was too. I, I was, was really like, excited. it was like May first, and I was like, I woke up with my bags in my hand, and I'm like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Thank you for your service. I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's been real, um, but I gotta go. <laughs> Yeah. I, so I moved in here and I guess I just sort of lost interest in things that weren't authentic. I was struggling kind of living between two worlds of I wanted to be and how I was supposed to be perceived kind of in this private and public sphere. I didn't enjoy living up to a bunch of expectations that different people had for my life. So I started to kind of let those slip away and trickle away easily. I was more just focused on getting back into work. I wanted to get back to work, but then I noticed as soon as I got back to work, I was like, like, I just felt like I was pushed into going back into the routine of what like things used to be before. Yeah. It just Mm -hmm. wasn't working. Like your June, July, like your summer season, like what were some things that were really transformate, like transformative for you during those few months? Oh, breakup. So I started back at work June 1st Hmm. and it was good. Like it was okay. Like I said, like, I just, I felt myself getting really stressed out because we were trying to get back into like, like how we used to function. And I think the reason I just had so much difficulty was because like, it was so busy to begin with. Like it was already so hectic. My relationship, like with my significant other was strained, like, because he was like American. So I wasn't even able to see him. Um, Oh, wow. And that took, yeah, that took. Yeah, it took a toll. Um, it sucks so much. Honestly, though, like I, I don't know if we'd we'd be together. If uh, I know that sounds so bad, but I don't know if we'd be together even if this wasn't going on. I just think eventually, with time, we would have went our separate ways. But we were both like very understanding of that. Like we both were going in different directions anyway. So I would never want to like put him in a position where he felt like he had to choose because honestly, like I was like, I don't even know when we'll be able to see each other again. So I want you to completely, you know, live your life selfishly in the way that you deserve because who knows how much time that we have, right. With everything going on. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I think after that breakup, oh. that's when I really started to like transform into like my overall yeah. well being and like the biggest changes that I made for myself. Yeah. How long did you guys date for? Uh, it was a little over a year, a little okay. over a year. We met that last summer. So the summer of 2019, oh, wait, math. I'd be too f- powerful if I was good at math, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, 
No, I was just going to say, I think that's something that a lot of people went through during this pandemic. At least I can name four or five relationships off the top of my head that ended during this pandemic that we're in still currently in. (laughs) Mine ended on a random, I think, Tuesday in July. It was the same day the Folklore album, Taylor Swift's Folklore album came out. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny because the songs on there, if you follow them closely and listen to them, they all somehow, I've made a way to connect them to my relationship. (laughs) And so it was like, she was like a great way to grieve that. It was the day it happened. I immediately called Taylor and was like, all right, let's listen to there'll be happiness after me. And I was like, okay, it's going to be okay. It wasn't okay. Everything (laughs) is fine. The breakup kind of extended through those three months of time. And I would mark that as really the whole transformation period of my, not only my 2020, but my adult life. I had had this whole idea about what my life was supposed to look like, how it was supposed to work, who it was supposed to work with. And that all came crumbling down in one afternoon. And I didn't Mm -hmm. realize it at the time, but it was the best thing for me. And that's where we really bonded initially was we both went through these breakups and we were like men we were both traumatized (laughs) we were (laughs) were both both traumatized by men (laughs) i'm just kidding but i agree with you i made a lot of plans too and we've i feel like we've really both implemented those plans that we've made since we've been single and Mm. yeah i think that we would not be where we are today without not being with those people (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so we talked already about the biggest like things that we did for overall uh well-being during the pandemic but what are the changes that you made for your well-being in your day-to-day life now sort of little things I do on the day-to-day um checking in with family and friends is different now Mm -hmm. the way I the way I practice self-care is completely different I take it more seriously before I thought I was practicing self-care when really I was just doing like nice things for myself, which sometimes works and can do the job just the way it needs to be done. But actually giving myself time to be alone and decompress away from others is something I never did. How about you? Honestly, a lot, a lot of the things that you already said, and I love that you said that you did self-care things before, but you never realized that it wasn't actually like serving you. You were just doing them because you thought they did. That was a lot like me too. Some major things that I did learn um, was understanding the, the importance of like my energy and time. Wow. I took more time to focus on me. Um, I deleted like most of my social media, which like we'll get into our social media episode in the next couple of weeks. But my, as far as like my energy and time that like, to me, it's valuable and not everyone in anything is like always deserving of that, um, yeah. which in turn circles back to me, right? So allowing myself that that time and that energy to be spent on me and helping me grow as as like an individual. Like the wellness that I thought I knew, the wellness and like self-care that I thought was helping me was just like distracting me from myself and yeah. distracting me from dealing with the things that I needed to work on. And I quickly realized that when like um, I was forced to stay home, right? I never understood understand it in the beginning and then you have time to like reflect on it you're like oh wait like now I get it right Mm -hmm. so like the breakup that both you and I had we were like oh my god our lives are over like we had this plan for ourselves (laughs) and when it didn't work out we were like well all right I guess this is me now like guess I'm just gonna have to live my life by myself but now you're like thank god I'm living my life by myself right because I'm I'm doing things for me yeah 
Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. And I, like, I, I valued myself. I think sometimes people confuse doing things for yourself or standing up for yourself in that way every day for yourself as a selfish thing. But I would argue that it's not. Mm-hmm. We've said this before, like at the end of the day, it's, it's your human experience in this body, in this life. And so to take care of others, you have to make sure that you are aligned with what you believe and what you practice first. I guess with this podcast that's come out of this whole year that we've had, that's a motive behind it is to challenge ourselves so that it ripples out. It's a, it's a ripple effect. The year of 2020, I mean, we've marked it at the beginning with ignorance and confinement. And those are all things that we experienced at the beginning of the year are still experiencing to some degree. We're still learning. We're still growing. We're still finding our voice. We're still being challenged in these societies, structures and, and pressures that we face each day. And, and that's for so many people on so many levels and so many situations that are unique to their own. And so I would just, I'm just excited that we have, you know, been through pain and trauma, but that we've been able to use it in a way where we can turn it around and try to just be a voice, you know, out there somewhere in this platform where somebody can listen and feel like their own experiences are seen or heard or that it validates them and affirms them on some level. I can, I can definitely say for, for the both of us that we wouldn't be who we, who we are with the thoughts that we have and and the things that we want to accomplish had we not been through all of those, um, things that led to rock bottom (laughs) we are still learning and I think the the best thing about this is that we're open to learning right we're open to failing we're open to experiencing all of these things because it's going to shape us into being bigger and better in the future we learned how to hold true space for people I think which is cool yeah yeah because I Mm -hmm. I mean I've we've both had friendships in the past we both had close friends and a, a few of my close friends we have learned how to create that space for each other, um, just naturally through our lives. But with you and I, it was a friendship that started relatively rapidly and fast and we bonded very quickly, but we were able to learn how to set boundaries and hold space with each other at the very beginning. Even just looking at how all of this podcast has gone and like the multiple times we've changed our minds or have changed audio or whatever (laughs) in the past four months, (laughs) all the brainstorming we've been we've practiced those boundaries and space that we've had with each other. And we've been able to, to work this, the dynamic until we got to where we are right now and we're still working on it, but yeah, that was really cool. That was like my first adult firm, solid foundation of a friendship. And I'm super excited about it. You're someone I'm going to be telling my kids about when we're old and you know, we're old and gray hippie commune somewhere talking about to our great, great grandchildren (laughs) about, all this stuff. the good old days <laughs> the good old days of irregular audio through a zoom conference call <laughs> yeah <laughs> and although Ali and I have emphasized that this has been a crazy year for us um we also want to let you guys know that we we hear you and we know that it's been a crazy year for everyone in many different ways and shapes and forms um but just remember that it's nice to have those little moments that like Ali and I already discussed that can feel like the light at the end of the tunnel for you. So make sure that you find space to look for the positives in these situations um, so you don't find yourself 
you know, drowning in everything that's going on right now. You guys want to share your um, stories of how your 2020 and going into 2021 went for you. Um, we have all of our social media platforms. We have Wellness Check Podcast Instagram, Wellness Check Podcast TikTok, and Wellness Check Podcast YouTube. You can reach us on any of those platforms. Um, and then if you didn't get a chance to already, we did have episode one where we introduced ourselves. <laughs> and before we say goodbye, Allie and I, the official crew of Wellness Check, are here to remind you guys to check in on your loved ones, check in on your family, check in on your friends, check in on your puppy if you have one or cat. We don't judge <laughs> cat or dog. We're indifferent. Go check on your plants. You were supposed to water last week. Yes. Yes. Definitely go do that. And most importantly, check in with yourself and we will see you next week with another episode. We will with light and love.